I'm looking at a piece from the Sipsei Chaim, from Chaim Friedlander, uh, in his Chelek of Midos, Chelek Aleph. He's dealing with the Mido Anova. Um, and he's interesting, he ties the Mido Anova into the, this week's parsha of Betzedek Tishwad Amisecho, which Chazal Darshan from the Pasuk Betzedek Tishwad Amisecho, Yuhidan is called Hawadam Lachavstus. So he says, says that, that really, that Mida of a Tishman Amisecha, Yishadan is going to be the source for the concept of true Anava. The person can't have Anava without the Mida of a Tishman Amisecha. So um, he starts off with the, the first pair, part, of, I, it's, it's beyond, beyond our, our, our level, so it's not worth looking at. He brings the Tzarechus Adikim and the Sharonova. He talks about how a person who's an honor is, lo- is, is loved by Kodesh Baruch Hu and by people. And Balgaiva is a Tavas Hashem and Tavas Benyadim. Everybody, nobody likes Balgaiva. Not just the Kodesh Baruch Hu doesn't like Balgaiva, but human beings don't like Balgaiva either. Um, so he, bring, he says that the Onov is Yonah Kalodim L'Chavzchus. He charges people L'Chavzchus. So they asked one of the Hasidim, how did you reach this Madrega that people all respected you and with as a leader? So he said, this is the quote from the Archa Sadiqim. The Archa Sadiqim says, Kalodim Shari'isi Hechzaktiv Yosotayvimeni. Every person that I met, I looked at in some way he was greater than myself. I saw some element in him that was greater than myself and therefore I respected him it says, I respected him, they respected me back. If he's a Chacham, more, if, if I saw him as a greater Chacham than myself, so probably he was, not only was he a bigger Chacham, but he's also your Elikim. So Rafael points out, a person smarter than you that, does, that doesn't deserve credit because Bershom gave him Matana. But if he uses that as a vehicle to have your Shemayim, obviously that's something you have to give credit for. Um, if he was, he's less of a Chacham than me, so I'm not going to falsely think that, I, that he knows less than me, because more than me, because he doesn't. Because I'll say that a Tamachachim is held more accountable for his averes than a, than a non-Tamachachim. So I realize that he has less averes than I do. So I respected him for that. Um, he was older than me. I said the fact that he lived old, older than me means he has more schuyas. He was younger than me, probably has less averes. I've been around for longer, so I have more averes. He has less averes. Um, if he was the same age as me with Kochman and in ages um, I know the errors that I've done I know what he's done so I, I, a good chance he's better than me if he was more rich than I was probably he did, did, did a lot of stuff because I had, didn't have that opportunity if he was an Oni he was, he was, he was less rich than me people which are in general have with me of being not Baligaiva I tend to maybe be proud of my money. So there's always something better than me. Um, he says, So because of all these different calculations that I made, I gave people respect. And I lowered myself in front of them. And therefore, um, I reached a point where people like me. They like, people like getting covered. And uh, I gave them a covered. So the result was that they liked me as well. Um, he ties us into the midst of Hamidan Eschol and Machavstus. Now, we normally look at the account of Eschol and Machavstus 
uh, along the lines of, of, of that we, we see a setting where he seems to do something which is inappropriate and we judge him favorably. Here, there's nothing inappropriate that he was doing. But he's seeing the concept of it's means I found a way to look at people in a positive light. Now, obviously, if I look at people in a positive light, the next step will be that when I see something which seems to be questionable, I'm probably going to judge it favorably because while he's such a wonderful guy, probably, you know, there's a... I, I, some, somebody's making a class and, and I don't get an invitation. So nowadays, the problem is I didn't open my email, right? Because probably they sent the invitation by email, right? But when the, in the good old days, when they used to send the invitations by mail, and an invitation. So it's my best friend. I said, you know what? I'm sure there's no question they invited me. And it, it, it got lost in the mail. It's something I'm not so close, you know, not as close with this. Oh my gosh, the guy didn't invite me. How can you not invite me? I did him so many favors. Maybe he invited you to get lost in the mail. The person that you like, you don't have Susan. The person you don't like so much, you don't have Chav Susan. You say, ah, that, that guy has no curse. So I didn't invite me. I don't know. Is, is there any more, is the chance of getting lost in the mail greater because the guy liked you than the guy less doesn't like you? No. So, so why are we judging one? Because we tend, when we see people in a positive way, we tend to interpret everything they're doing in a more positive fashion. So apparently, he's a nice guy, right? So probably he, invited, he, he did the right thing invited me. And uh, well, assuming that's the right thing to do, right? But it's, it's, like giving that, giving that as a an auctioneer, that's the, that's the appropriate thing to do. And, what, and something else happened. But that's the second step, according to the what the Freelander is saying. He says the first step is the, the judgment is the second step. The first step is an attitude. How do I how do I perceive the world? How do I look at people around me? Now I want to clarify one thing. I mean. Revolver writes for that, that younger people should not work on the meat of Gaiva because people need to have a certain amount of ego, self-respect, self-esteem, etc., to give them, feel motivated to do things. So a guy is, you know, 18 years old, and he walks in the sheep and says, you know, this guy's better than me than this, <laughs> he's better than me than that. Like, the time you're finished, the guy's so... Uh, so depressed, he's not going to function. Right? Everybody's better than me. That's that's not a healthy line. Right? So that's, not, that's not what he's saying. He's talking about a person who understands his value. The Bible writes that you know that the people have the habits to deal. There was different shittas in Musar. So there's the Vardaka shita, which was which was you know, people would the, would put themselves down. That you're probably a Vera and you're a Russia and you're Balgaiva, etc. Then there was the Sabotka Mahalach of everybody's wonderful. Right? It's a mistake. It's not true. All, all approaches are necessary. If the Navardaker didn't have a very big clarity of how great he was and how significant he was, and he would start with the Mahalach of Navardic, he'd be so depressed, he'd commit suicide. Right? So, the, um, he, would, he would be like, what am, I, what am I here for? You know, I'm so horrible. Right? Uh, so, he understood the value of the greatness of man, and that's why he was tomato from himself. So the, the, there is an underlying premise given before you can get to the next stage. So he's talking about a case of a person who's very comfortable that he understands his value, understands the version loves him, the version that he version made him the way he is, and he has a function and purpose in life. But he doesn't lord it over anybody else because he realizes that everybody else has some way has something greater than him. Um, either because they're greater or because if they're lesser, they're, they're held less accountable. 
or their circumstances make it that there's easier for them to not be challenged with Gaivu, wherever it might be. So he said, but he, it's a fascinating concept that he judges the person like that. That that calculation is already called down the person Chavslus, which means he's he's redefining it for us. It's not judging the action; it's judging the person. It's 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 looking at the person now. I always had this question. Chazal learned this is this is a Chazal. Chazal learned from Mitzrayim Tishrei Ramisecha. This week's parsha says Mitzrayim Tishrei Ramisecha. You should judge people Mitzrayim. Now, what does the word Tzedek mean? Right? Tzedek doesn't mean kindly. It's not, it doesn't. Tzedek means correctly. It's a Chosid is a person who goes beyond the letter of law. Tzedek does what he's supposed to do. Now, what that means is quite a, that's quite an accomplishment. But the word Tzedek. The Torah describes that if people, two people go to a court case, the think was a tzaddik, but she was a rasha. The rasha is a person who was off. Doesn't mean he's a rasha, right? It means in this scenario, he was off, he was wrong. And this person is right. So the word tzaddik means correct. So I look at this fellow and I say, you know, I see him doing the very, you know, probably he, he had an ulcer attack, he had no choice but eat, you know. And that's the that's the that's the tzedek. Why is it tzedek? I just said it's, it's a nice chesed. Why is it called tzedek? Why is it that this is it's it's correct? Why is it the correct? This famous lesson they asked of Chaim Moshe says you know everything in the world the worship created for a reason. So everything we understand, but the guy has a kruma cup. Right? Why worship create kruma cups? So these people in the pasuk they 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 think wrong. The thought process is off. Why the Russian create such a babriya as a krumakop? So he answered to Don Lechavsus. That's what Chaimur answered, right? You come up with these weird things that nobody else would have come up with, right? It's, it's, it's a krumakop, but that's why the Russian created a krumakop. That was Chaimur's answer. And I'm not sure whether it was, it was a good line back to the, the person's question or he really meant it seriously. But So you, don, you come up with this wild story how, why the person didn't really mean it? Because you know, you know, really, he was. Like, what's the probability being, being true? Uh, probably less than half. Being generous, right? We'll give it a five percent chance. I'm not saying it's not shy, but it's a five percent chance. So, oh, that's the tzaddik. That's the troop shot. That's the tzaddik. That's the why is it called sitkis? But he's saying really tells me a whole different point. Is I need to see every person in, in a positive light. Now, most people in the world see themselves in a positive light. They look at their look at look at their, their milas, they don't focus on the chasrevis. You know, not in any strong way. And from that vantage point, they, they they make calculations of how they decide to do things. So there is a positive spin of what they're doing, whatever it is. The the, the Chazal are telling me that I need, I need to, f- to find a way to look at them in a positive light because that's, in some way it's, po- it's true. They are, they have strengths in, significant, in some way, even they're, they're, they're less of a chacham than I am. Oh, so they held us accountable. That's the chavzus. That's the positive way I can perceive them. So from that vantage point, I can then start... Ju- once I've created that attitude, so male, I'm going to judge their at their actions in a more favorable light. So, and that's not, but that's not a richting. That's 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 correct. 
people in general are good people and they have good things about them. Now, I once read a story about a person, you get into this mood. You look at everything, everything like, you know, with, you know, with this drawn, this evil eye, you know. Like, you know, this like bad mood. So the person describes that he was one of those moods. He got on the, got on the bus. And there's this row. Like every person who got on the bus, he figured out why there's something wrong with them. You don't know the guy from Adam. Right? But you, you know, you saw the guy got on, you know, and he had to wave his head too much. Ah, oh, the guy's got the guy's got guy issues, you know. Next guy gets on, you know, he slaps a little bit, he's you know, he's too much of an honor. The next guy, you know, you, you you can do this critique, you know, right? Then something happened on the bus and the people started responding, etc. He realized that he had no idea what these who these people were, they had such beautiful ideas, etc. So uh, it shook him out of his evil eye moment. But I just saw this week um, an, an article written by Jonas uh, Rosenblum. So he had to go to Tel Aviv for to get passport, and uh, he had to wait in between. The, they told him it was an emergency, you know, a quick turnaround. If he sticks around, he'll be ready in three, like three hours. So he said, like, he's not going to have a mail to them because that's going to take like four years, you know, you know, Israeli postal system. So I'll stick around. So he's in Tel Aviv and saying. So Finds a kosher kiosk, you know, place a cafe to sit down. He gets a drink and he sits down to start learning. Um, they're talking about the terrorist attack. So across from him is this fellow, shaven head, no yarmulke, looks like totally secular. So this terrorist that they had in Tel Aviv, never, you know, he killed the excellent people. They didn't find him until the next morning. He didn't kill anybody else. So he says to the fellow, like, you know, why did he kill anybody else? He says, I, I says, my, my piton. There was nobody who had a out the Mabit. So they weren't killed. This says, a better dhamma, you can't be killed without the Zayat of the Mabit. So we went, oh, why didn't he kill anybody else? Because from that moment onwards, he didn't find anybody else the of the Mabit. Right? Like, you know, this secular guy, shaved head, no yamaka guy, is mustering this guy, Reverend Brosum about, like, you know, about because you know, you ain't looking at you don't have a mona, in a karotba or guru. Like, Ma, ma pitom, you know, like you know, like the stupid question, you know. Okay, then then the next guy across the little thing over there, you know, starts throwing in his his machshav about the, the whole thing, also along those lines. Also, it turns out that this fellow, the first fellow is, uh, he has a he has a he learns Torah, you know, and he goes, you know, to goes to he puts on tefillin you know. Like you judge the guy, you look at the guy, you know, you're judging him, you know, like you know, the the next one, he, he his wife Israeli, he's it's American, you know, he goes back and forth, Israeli American, you know, he was born in Israel, moved to America, he lives in Cincinnati, probably time was over there, so he was there in Cincinnati. That some big vicious chassid came in for for treatment, so he acted as a translator. So now that now they have a group of the two of them, they 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 learn together every week, you know, with this big, you know. He drops some name from like one of the major players in the in the missions of Hasidim over there in Bnei Brak. You know, so we we learn every single week together. Like you know, like oh my gosh, you're like you know, like whoa, you know. You look at the cover. You look at the covers. You know, everybody has milas, and you have a choice to live the world in a positive fashion. Now, I w- once heard from the, there was a yid in Cleveland named Moshe Helfen. Moshe Helfen was the uh, 
one of the main fundraisers of the Talzir Shiva. So he wasn't one of the rebellion in the classic sense. Um, so Mersha one time said a line to me, he said, you know, when a is learning well, the is learning well, says the food tastes good, the tabushas are nice, the bed is comfortable, and etc., etc., etc. When the Baruch is not learning well, the food tastes bad, the tabushas are mean, and the bed is, is lumpy. Right? You can't, down the chavzchus, you can't look at the world positively if you're not, you're not in a positive mood. So it comes out, if the way I can down the chavzchus is by looking at people positively, not by sitting and coming up with these crazy scenarios I don't really believe. And say, so, ah, I was just, I was just said it down the chavzchus. No, you didn't. Don't, who are you fooling? Inside yourself, you said, ah, the guy's a Russia. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Ha, 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 ha. That's not, that's called, that's called down the chavzchus. Let's go playing a game. No, you really looked at him favorably. Why? Because you, because you, you, it's only shy if you look at yourself favorably. So he goes a step further. He says that the source for this concept of the Hashem is the Hafla Rechel Kamoicha. The Torah writes the Hafla Rechel Kamoicha. Now, if you hate yourself, don't do it to your friend. You know, like you know, the Hafla Rechel Kamoicha means the same way you, you you feel good about yourself. You should feel good about other people also. So the first step is that Midbarsha made you as a human being and you're Hashem's gift to mankind. He has a lot of gifts, but, but you're Hashem's gift to mankind. You have mildness, you have, you have strengths, and you can see yourself in a positive light. Then you can turn around and turn to see the next person in a positive light also. Not that I'm, I'm, I deserve credit for that, that I'm unique and special and therefore lord over the people. That's, the, that's what you say, that's the danger of guy. But, but at least I have a chance to say, well, you know what? Other people have my, have my list also. I can live with that. Um, Rabbi, Rabbi Dr. A, Abraham J. Trisky, Zichler Rocha, um, had this theory. He wrote, a, he, he was, he, he wrote multiple books on the issue of low self-esteem. Multiple books. So he had this theory that Charles Schultz, the penis comic strip, was about low self-esteem. Various are manifestations of low self-esteem. So Charlie Brown was clearly a manifestation of low self-esteem. The guy is, you know, he always looks at himself as the loser. Right? He says Snoopy deals with low self-esteem by making himself into the World War World War One, you know, fighter ace pilot, you know, so he goes into the fantasy world. He says Linus deals with it by being dependent on on, on on drugs, you know, and his blanket. So Lucy deals with low self-esteem by bullying everybody else. Right? So her low self-esteem, is, she covers it up by saying, by, if she can put everybody else down and pretend she's better than everybody else, she feels better about herself. But the root of the concept is low self-esteem. If I feel good about myself, I have no need to put you down. If I really feel, I'm totally comfortable with who I am, I feel proud of my, I feel comfortable, with, I understand who I am, my mind, etc. So you're also fine, I have no problem with that. The root of the idea that I put other people down is because I, I, I'm not convinced that I'm good. So I got to convince myself that I'm good. The way I do it is by putting everybody else down. So, well, I'm good. You know, I'm last man standing. So everybody else is horrible and I'm great. Right? But you sort of, that's the, so the Torah writes it in a fascinating way. Right? The root of this concept of being able to the person did, did an novel to you. So you want to take the coma. You don't want to take the coma 
if you feel threatened by that person's action. If you're, if you're comfortable with who you are, so, okay, so he, did, he doesn't understand who I am, and he didn't treat me properly. Okay, so now what? They're from a lesser person because of it. Okay. I, I had this, uh, this observation. Uh, there was a, a machoikis which went down that I was uh, somewhat privy to between certain parties, etc. And, and it was like one of the parties, like, was totally not affected in any way, shape, or form with that the other person was besmirching him. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, I would be so emotionally challenged to the idea there's somebody out there who's saying these things about me. And it just didn't, it, it, it just didn't register by him. It really, you know, he was comfortable with who he was. So I don't need your affirmation to know whether I'm good or bad. So if you think I'm bad, okay, you think I'm bad. Now what? For not, but like now what? I'm not going to focus on it. So the loisikim loisikim that a person shouldn't shouldn't bear a grudge, a person shouldn't take revenge. Right? I, I, I'm not busy spending my life worrying about how you think about me and how you add, what you, how you treat me. But I'm comfortable with who I am. I, obviously, I want. I would like to have good relationships with you. But how to work? I like myself. I like you too. But I'm going to judge people favorably. All of that is rooted in, in, in this concept of, of, of a clarity, of a healthy understanding of who you are. So when he's suggesting that the root of this is the concept of anova, he doesn't mean anova that I'm worthless. The Shari Avoda from the the, the Rana writes that a person who his anova is based on the fact that he thinks he's worthless. He has no understanding of his worth. He says, really that's the, the nevis of behemoths that they consider to himself. So it's not the nevis of a human being. It's only, we only call it a nevis compared to the true nevis, they share the same word because we don't have a better way to describe it. But that's, that's not the nevis, that's shiftless, he says. That's a lowliness. It's not a nevis. Right. Anibas, I once saw the from uh, I think was, I think was Shirub Khan, he said that over for Rubba Khan and Rubba Khan and maybe it's a gift to say Rubba Khan and says, the Khobas Khan is a tremendous honor. Okay. So he wrote a safer which you know which he said wrote, set out to write a safer which is the final law of Loshanara. You? You nobody? You have a dear right at Safer Loshanara? Who are you? You're nobody. He wrote a sefer that you know the Kaiser needed a clarity in halacha. So he wrote a sefer. You, you're no, you're nobody. Right? He signed on on different different uh, on, uh, pr- pronouncements for the community things they have to work on, etc. You, who are you? So Chana said the Chavos Chaim understood who he was. He understood the role that he played in Kaiser. Understood his responsibility. He took no credit for it. In the sense of they understood that that he has to work hard. The Bershom gave him tremendous opportunities, and therefore he has to tremendous achrayas. So Bershom, it's 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 yad and But he didn't think he was a nobody. They picture you know the 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 anima says the guy sits there with the muscles. Ich bin a garnish. Ich bin a garnish. I'm a nothing. You're a nothing. You're a quite important human being. You don't whether you deserve accolades for that is a different story. Well that. Your, your intelligence, the Russian gave you intelligence. That, that you didn't do, create yourself. 
that you look have good looks, Russia gave you that too. You got money, the Russia gave you that too. Right? So you work hard at mitzvahs, yeah, you also do a lot of errors. Okay, so now what? Okay, so psh. So now what? But you didn't say, I know who I am. So the Torah says, we have to raise a kamoicha. There's a kamoicha, like, just like you're like yourself. You're like other people as well. And from there, it's possible to seek them and to seek them and to teach them and to teach them, etc. That um, from the vantage point of the Torah, so the you enhance your anivis. Well, I'm living in a world that all the people that actually have are, are good people. So then, of course, I don't deserve accolades. But I'm not crushed by that because I, I understand my value. At the same time, like everybody's wonderful. So, the the best analogy, the more, and, and, and it's a good analogy because we it's talk we challenge we grapple with it. It's siblings, like who's who's daddy's favorite? All of you. Really, really, who's your favorite? All of you, daddy. You really you. So at the end. A young child has difficulty wrapping their head around that. As adult children, they recognize, you know, that the, the father has enough love to go around for everybody. He thinks, although they're wonderful, he doesn't have any favorites. I mean, there's, there's some parents do, but in some of the cases, in a healthy situation, he, he doesn't. And they learn to understand that each one is is the parents. The parents look at them with with. Value them, care about them, etc. Even though they're quite different, that's how the Russian relates to human beings. To call you so, we're, we're siblings, and we're all valued because Baruch eyes. When we're immature, well, it's I'm better, and therefore I'm valuable. The Russian loves me more. He thinks I'm better. He thinks I'm better. Therefore, I'm valuable. That's like the, the immature attitude of a child vis-a-vis the parent. I, Dad, I really know that really, really you like me the best. Like, why is it so important to the kid? Because that's where they, they have this, they don't feel uncomfortable with who they are yet. And therefore, the way they get valued is the fact that I'm the, the best one makes me feel better, makes me feel more valuable. As an adult, you, you move past that. You know, the, the, the Nebuchadnezzar in most of our society you know, never moves past that need. I was just talking with somebody recently. Um, it says that they, they went to work and they were prepared for many different things. They were totally unprepared for the following thing. The viciousness of the, the discussions of people in, in the in the workforce, the workplace. In front of you, nice, the face, they're very nice to you. Behind your back, they see every single horrible thing about you. Did you see why the person walking? Yeah, they, you know, like, uh, so uh, whatever the lines are. 
And it's just like, like, why? The, the whole place is a rat race. Everybody jealous of everybody else, and everybody has to put everybody else down. Like, Mahekel Day said, you have to be jealous of somebody else. So the, the room, it's, if my value, my value is only because I'm better than somebody else, then, it's, it's, then I'm jealous. It's a rat race. Rambam says that it's a I can't actually love you as much as I love myself. He says, but I, 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 but I can, I can want for you as much as I have for myself, because I'm totally comfortable. You should have everything I, just like me. That's the opposite of, the, of jealousy. He says, the assertion of this is remove the meat of jealousy from yourself. But the way the Turk describes it is there's an avas atzmoi. Mimela, there's an Abbas Chaveroi. Mimela, you're not jealous. So, we spoke about this concept once before. That it's trying to work on not being jealous. When you're jealous, it's extremely difficult. What do you mean you're not jealous? I am jealous. All right. The, the says that they, the Vishkarov asked Akasha, how's the Bershom, how can the Bershom command an emotion. You feel jealous, you feel jealous. So Bishkarov said, I'm saying the Basil Levy said, Basil Levy said, this person is very jealous. This is not the answer I want to go with, but this is the answer that he gave, so I'll tell you the answer that he gave. A person, a person is, is, uh, has, a, has a jealousy problem. He works in the circus, he works, he's, he's, the, guy, he's the guy who does the, the on the high, he walks on the high wire. When he's walking on the high wire, he's not thinking about his jealousy. He can be the most jealous guy in the world, but while he's walking on the high wire, he's focusing on walking on the high wire. Because if he focuses on the jealousy, he's not jealous anymore because he's dead. Right? So, so the best lady said, that a person walks through this world realizing he's walking on a tightrope, because his year Shemaim tells him that any any move that you make which is a mistake, it's Gehenim. He doesn't say he can't be jealous. He's too busy focusing on, on, on not make, walking on the tightrope. And the basically we had year Shemaim to the Wazoo. So that was his answer. Right? That doesn't work for most of us. Because we don't view the world as walking every single second. We're dealing with, oh my gosh, there might be an Avera. Right? We would we would be committed to asylums. We, we think like that. We, we can't handle that thought process. Basically, it was a person of Gawa Rabba who could live like that. His year Shemayim was to, you know, through the roof. And every single second he waited, oh my gosh, there's a potential of Avery over here. So he's busy thinking about that. So he's not, he's not being jealous. But for us, I think the approach is a little more, a little bit different angle. If we can learn to be comfortable with who we are, the Torah describes the meat of jealousy is Rekha Batsamaskina. So Robo writes, uh, the Pasuk in Mishle says that the withering of the bones is is, 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 is what jealousy causes. It says, it touches the Pasuk a little bit differently. The word Atsamas, which means the bones, also means Atsmias, who you are, Be'etzim. A person who feels his whole Atsmias is withered, he has nothing inside of himself, Mainly, therefore, he has jealousy. I'm so nothing, so that everybody else is something. I'm jealous because nobody wants to be a nothing. The person realizes that there are something, so they're not jealous. 
Jealousy is the withering away of your atzmiyas. That there's nothing in there. Where it says in Shabbos that there was a fellow that uh, one of the Marim was went to digging somewhere and he finds a mace which is totally intact. And the fellow gets up and talks to him. So he asked him, like, how do you, you stay totally intact? He says, I never was jealous in my lifetime. And the pastor says, record with some skin. And the reason why bones wither is because you have jealousy. I have, no, I have no jealousy. I never was jealous. So my bones didn't wither. And so apparently the touch of the pastor is kipshuta also. But, you know, we, we use this language, you know, it, you know, it, 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 it worms way into his heart. You know, it's the worms, right? And he feels withered. And we use all those words describing emotions. When it's, it's all, it's, really, those are physical descriptions. It's so intense, the feeling, it's equivalent of a physical mo- emotion. So, okay, we went for our field. So we started out with, with that is the source for Anivis. That was the first point. We pointed out it's called Tzedek because it is a true description of human beings. Most human beings are have positive elements to them. We pointed out that it's only possible to do this if you have a comfort level with who you are. That's found in the midst of a hafta recha kamarcha. We describe a hafta recha kamarcha. The Ramban points out that it doesn't mean that you actually have the same level of love for them as you have for yourself. It means that you would like for others as you like for yourself, which means you're totally comfortable to share the glory or share the wealth the same as everybody else. I don't need to be richer than you. I don't need to be more famous than you. I don't need to be, have better kids than you. I'm totally confident that everybody should be the same. That's only possible if you have a very, very healthy self-concept. So the, and the, the Ramban continues to say, and that's the meter of, of, of that, that is the way you overcome the meter of jealousy. You uproot the meter of jealousy. The root of the meter of jealousy is the concept of reckoning with some skin that's a withering of who you are. And therefore, a person who, who is able to have a atzma, he's comfortable with who he is, feels good about that. Can, now, he's not, there's no reckoning with some so therefore he has a positive, he can view the world in a positive manner as well. That person will see the reality of human beings as they are, be able to to see them as positive, and therefore he'll be able to judge them favorably because that's a, the second step from this process of seeing something positive in people. Okay. That's the thought for tonight.